Hi folks, this is Rich Larson. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for The Weekly List, a collection of songs and stories based on something happening that week or really whatever is on my mind. That's The Weekly List, Thursday nights at 7, right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One. Enjoy weekends with Wendy, Saturday and Sunday mornings here on The One. State Le- Representative Todd Lippert from District 20B is sitting and, in with us. And that's who I am. That's that's who good to, it's good to be with you. That should straighten out a few things. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to start in a clear way on a Friday morning. Uh, the state legislature uh, continues its uh, session, uh, and now we're, we're kind of heading into... We're I guess we're past mid-March now. We're heading into uh, the latter part of maybe the second half of the section, the home stretch. I guess we're not quite on the home stretch yet. Yeah, it's, it's, we're getting close to halftime at least. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's talk about, well, first of all, vaccines. Uh, coming up a little bit later on today, I'll get my first shot. Hey, so, all right. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But uh, that vaccine rollout really seems to be... Uh, uh, just going full steam right now. Is that uh, would that be accurate? In your yeah, point I think of view? that's accurate. And we, we uh, Minnesota just passed two million shots administered between first and second doses. Uh, we're in number five among states in in our rate of vaccination, and and we're just really in in a race to to vaccinate as many people as possible. Uh, you know, the variants are, are bubbling up. Uh, the There's, you know, been some hot spots up in the Iron Range, and so more testing is, is going there to kind of keep things under control. So uh, we're doing what we need to do and vaccinating as many people as quickly as possible. Now, from a legislative standpoint, uh, is there... Really, anything you guys can do now? It's, uh, it's is the work done, and just watch. Hopefully, everybody gets vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, we're watching that very, very closely. There's mm-hmm. some small legislative pieces we can put in place. We just passed uh, last night off the House floor uh, some uh, reimbursement support for for vaccinations, uh, just to make sh- make sure that we're providing the support that's needed uh, to keep this going as quickly as possible. So that's that's our focus is just as how can we support the speed of uh, administering the vaccines. All right, let's talk about the session. Today's uh, is today another deadline. Today's a second deadline, mm-hmm. so um, it's uh, the most bills will have to find their home uh, by today. And if they if they don't, um, then they're either uh, they're dead or there just isn't isn't much time for them anymore. So I have one more bill hearing today. Um, next week we'll be spending a lot of time on the floor. There really won't be much much committee work, and then we're and then we're off for Easter recess. So this is this is really kind of it. All right. Uh, we were talking earlier this week with uh, City Administrator Ben Mardig, and he had mentioned that you're working or putting together some uh, a bill about uh, get, getting a study for trains in the, the southeastern corridor. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? What, sure. What's going so, on? Uh, and this is one bill that um, we'll have a, a hearing uh, next week. So it's one that we'll still get a hearing this next week. Uh, it's a study for $500,000 um, looking at passenger rail on uh, the corridor that would come through, uh, you know, from Rosemount to Northfield to Faribault, Otana, Albert Lee, and, and keep on going down through Des Moines, Kansas City, into Texas. And um, those who study rail said this is the this is the line with the most economic uh, potential in in Minnesota. It also uh, we're also looking at connecting uh, Mankato to Rochester on existing rail as well. So 
uh, it's important that we dig into that and uh, learn more about the opportunities there. And this is existing infrastructure that's here. And, um, you know, I've heard from folks in Northfield that work in the cities, passenger rail would be would be helpful for them. You know, and the bill that you're, you, you've authored will just set aside some money for the study. Is that correct? Now, we're, how long, do you have any idea how long that study might take? Or, you know, as far as a time frame, are we shooting for, you know, 2030 for getting this done or 2025? Or is well, there a date? Well, as yet? far as the study is concerned, it would be, uh, dollars would be allocated uh, starting in 2022. And then, um, you know, I don't I would imagine the study might mm-hmm. take uh, something like a year, yep. and then we we get results on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure that we're aware of the economic opportunities and that uh, uh, you know we're well positioned as um, we're in conversation with the federal government about where good places for rail uh, nationwide. Uh, the next, well, I guess it's not a deadline, but uh, the next big day is coming up Tuesday when you get your. Uh, uh, budget targets. That's right. Tuesday's uh, Tuesday's a big day. Uh, the Senate Republicans released their budget this week. The governor released a revised budget, and we'll come out with our our budget from the House DFL on Tuesday. And you know, our caucus is a diverse caucus. We come from a variety of backgrounds all over the state. We are the statewide party, and uh, we're going to see a budget that's really focused on meeting the needs of Minnesotans uh, across the state and making sure we're not leaving people behind. Uh, investments in our schools, investments in affordable housing, investments in the things that families and small businesses need uh, to make sure we can get through this pandemic and um, rebuild and, and come out even stronger. Hmm. Now, the uh, between the, the the governor's so what he is proposing and and what uh, the Senate came up with, the overall dollars there's not a real big gap between there. I would imagine within that there's well you know how do you spend that money? But uh, uh, is any idea what kind of number the uh, House is going to be looking at? We I'm, I would imagine you're going to be closer to the governor, uh, lighting political. I'd imagine maybe closer to the governor too. We're waiting for the details mm-hmm. uh, as well. So we you know we know in broad strokes. Um, uh, kind of where we're focused on, but what we're focused on, but um, we we're waiting for the details too, and and we'll be eager to see that on Tuesday. All right. Uh, once again, State Representative Todd Lippert is with us. Uh, we are talking about what's happening this week in the legislative session. You also, we were talking before we went on the air, um, some funding for streets in, in towns, not big cities, but some of the smaller communities around Minnesota. Right, in small cities. So I, I presented a bill along with the city administrator of Montgomery and the Transportation Committee this week. Uh, small cities that are under 5,000 in Minnesota don't receive uh, funds from the highway user distribution account. So when we pay our gas taxes or other taxes that go into supporting roads and bridges and transportation and those funds are distributed across the state, they're distributed to cities um, until uh, of 5,000 and above. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a city of under 5,000 and there are over 700 in Minnesota, um, you're out of luck. And you don't receive that that kind of support. So um, we are pro- we proposed taking the uh, sales tax and excise tax from rental vehicles um, and diverting that to uh, 
a city's or assistance account for roads and bridges for small cities and also for townships too because they get a very very small fraction that's not sufficient from this account um, we had a very good conversation and hopeful that this can be included in the transportation budget um, something I worked with the chair on and we need to try to rectify this for small cities yeah you, boy, that's probably one thing I, I think a lot of people especially people who live in larger cities never gave a thought to it all where does the funding come from uh, for those small cities do they get any state aid at all is there anything going on now for the uh, smaller so towns around the, the uh, there's the there is local government aid and there's mm-hmm. um you know that is helpful support um but as far as uh dollars from this highway user distribution account mm-hmm. there's a constitutional cutoff at five thousand mm-hmm. and um so it makes it very, very difficult for cities like Montgomery mm-hmm. uh, to meet those needs. And, and uh, you know, one thing that is heard in Montgomery, the city council hears at the top of the list of concerns from constituents is, um, you know, we need our streets repaired. So uh, it isn't fair. I'm trying to work on that. And we think we have a proposal that would make sense and hopefully it can move forward. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about you know, what's coming up this week. You know, you've hit both of those deadlines now, and you'll be getting the uh, budget targets. Is that is, is it going to be total, totally focused on the uh, the budget for a while now and getting the numbers together within your committee? Uh, yeah, that's right. There will be our committees will have uh, just a few hearings this next week. We're going to be moving to more and more legislation on the floor. So there's there are various bills that are ready for. Um, passage off the floor that we've been kind of holding back to do as much committee work as possible. And we have one week here uh, before our um, Easter Passover recess. So we'll be, we'll be off for a week, the week following. And then once we get back um, in April, uh, we'll really be focused on putting budget bills together and then second half of April passing those budget bills off the floor. Then we'll move into conference committees as we move into early May. So, uh, the next stages of the session are coming into clear focus and and we're getting getting ready for some uh for some big work we'll be spending some late late nights um in floor session coming up pretty quick so the uh, the easter break is that is that the halftime show right there it's yeah. the halftime show yeah yeah and some right. uh you know some of us will get a little bit more time off than others uh chairs will be spending most of that time working and getting those details together so we'll we'll take a pause take a breath and then, um, yeah, we'll go into the, the third and fourth quarter. All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to mention? I just appreciate the opportunity to have this conversation, and, and folks can uh, uh, stay connected through a Facebook page. Email me. I always appreciate hearing from constituents. It's, it's uh, very, very important. So uh, thanks for the time today. All right. Todd Lippert, thank you very much. State Representative from District 20B, Todd Lippert, joins us every Friday at this time to talk about what's happening at the legislative session. This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield.